As Christians, we are sent forth from this place that we come to, to be alive in Christ. That's what being a Christian is all about, to be alive in Christ. And to be people who are light in the darkness, as we hear Christ speak to. We are called to be people who speak words of encouragement, who give charity to those in need and to our own families and to ourselves as someone who recognizes the worth that Christ puts in to who we are and who others are. It is a responsibility that can be tremendously fulfilling at times and one that can be so hard to uphold or live into when we struggle with a world that brings challenges, unfairness, indifference, It can be truly frustrating and even exhausting when we dwell on these negative thoughts that can surround us and distract us from our Christian call. Frustrating because seemingly many of those we meet in these situations don't necessarily share the same values, perspectives that you and I may have as we follow the Christian call. In fact, they may even view our actions as weakness, maybe even ignorance. Ah, why do you believe that stuff? How many times have we spoken to colleagues or to even family members who may not be of the faith and they wonder, are you, why are you doing this? What is it about that that attracts you to that? So I want to share a zeal for the words that I speak today. I'm going to do my best I'm going to do my best not to perform or embellish. That's that's our human tendencies and mine as well as part of that. But I need to speak to you as someone who is transforming each and every day of my life into something better because of Christ. As one priest put it recently, when it comes to to being a follower of Christ, When it comes to being one of his faithful disciples, am I my own guide, he asks. He said, we know the answer, don't we? A child cannot raise himself on his own. I cannot be a Christian on my own. We all need guidance. If we think being a Christian is a do-it-yourselfer, and I am a do-it-yourselfer kind of deacon, I might have talked to myself all the time, <clears throat> if, you, if you think being a Christian is a do-it-yourself or endeavor, then we are self-deluded. We are self-deluded. I feel like St. Paul at times, as I hear him today, remind himself as much as he reminds others in Corinth in the second reading that it's not eloquence of my words or depth of my wisdom that I do what I do as a Christian. It should and needs to be my surrendering to Christ in every moment. Surrendering to Christ, my reactive mind, I need to slow down, I maybe even need to stop long enough to remember Christ is with me and in me and wants to work through me to glorify his Father. That is exciting when we think and dwell on that reality. Easy to preach, hard to practice, though. When I was ordained, 
Then Archbishop Burnett says to me in the rite of ordination, receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. And that last one can be so, oh, challenging. My gosh. I have to practice what I preach, and I have to remind myself that. And to be a deacon, which we're all called to be diaconia, to serve one another, who are the body of Christ. So we serve Christ in our action of service. We have to believe what Christ says is true. I've heard this statement recently that, well, there's your truth and there's my truth. You've heard that probably. It's pretty common today, especially our kids say that. I see that's your truth, but that's not my truth. Well, you know what? I believe that's a false statement to begin with. There is the truth. And there's our perspectives that may differ about that, but the truth is the truth. St. Paul says, I came to you in weakness and fear and much trembling. And my message and my proclamation were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with the demonstration of spirit and power so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. That's a faith I want to be a part of. As I've shared with you before, that is the faith that we can become energized with. Now, I have to reflect on my own life constantly about this. I share this with my wife and kids. I'll stop and I'll walk back down the hall and I'll apologize because I've forgotten that at times. He didn't preach our faith to others by performing or embellishing with his wisdom. He came to be an authentic follower of Christ, St. Paul did, who believes that Christ has power and has given us that power through our baptism to be a people who light up the world, who practice charity in our household as well as our community, a people who bring hope to those we meet around us. Christ says it directly in our gospel today that we are the salt of the earth. We are a light to the world around us. And yet how many times have we lost the passion or zeal for what we believe? How many times have we taken our gifts and put them away under a basket because we lack the faith to use them to do the good work? Somebody else will take care of that. I encourage you with all hope be about the good work this week, whatever that may be, however that may look, and use your gifts of faith, hope, and love to benefit others, even those who hurt us. And I'm trying my hardest to practice that in my own life right now with the struggles I have in my own work. But I can't set down my Christian discipleship because I'm being hurt by another. <clears throat> Put on Christ. And I'm trying to live putting on Christ. <clears throat> but pray with a zeal that Christ hears your prayer and wants to glorify his Father by building you up as you work to build up others around you. Parents, 
Pray over your children. God has given you your children for you to be the one who has power and effect in their life first and foremost. Pray for them in so many lives right now with our children. There's so much depression and anxiety. Well, before you react to go take them to a counselor, which is good to consider doing, have you prayed over them? Not pray about them, not pray with them, pray over them with the gift of your baptism and your confirmation that invites, can invite, will invite the Holy Spirit in a powerful way over your children. Those of you who have friends or co-workers who need healing, let them know you will pray for them and stop maybe and do that right at that moment. Be on fire for the Lord and use your gifts. And if you don't know what your gifts are, have you asked the Lord, what is my gift? If your question is, do I have a gift? I want to share with you with all zealousness. Yes, you have a gift. Ask the Lord what that gift is and put it to use. That's the light that is brought out onto the lampstand and not put in the bushel basket. We are to be uplifting people because we ourselves should be uplifted. And if you aren't today, then bring that to Christ in the Eucharist today. Bring it to him on this altar. Receive him with a smile and with joy. That Christ is present and he loves you and he loves me. So much so that he gives himself to us in the Eucharist. That should be something to rejoice and smile and be joyful about. Not dour and pensive and anxious. Christ says today, your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. May we do so with conviction this week.